Nero was 15 years old and homeless. Now I know what you're thinking to yourself like, man, how could you be homeless at 15? Well, it was because of the decisions that I made at that age. Now listen, I wasn't perfect, right? So I can only, you can only imagine what decisions I had to make. So one of my habits was I was chasing after women, right? You know, I, I, was, I was a young person, I fell in love, right? And I thought that that was my, that was part of my journey, right? That was part of my success, but it really wasn't, right? So, you know, being homeless at 15 years old, when I think about it now, it's like, man, why did I even make that decision? Why did I have to put myself through that trial and error? But you know what? It was a learning curve, right? But I remember, I can, as I think back now, I remember that living in my car, 15 years old, with a busted window in a station wagon, right? That my, my dad had bought me. Now I know you say, well, wait a minute. Where was your parents? Where was your mom? Where was your dad? Well, my mother wasn't in my life at the time, but my dad did the best that he could. But he always said something, that whenever you decide that you want to be grown, you're going to have to get out and live on your own. And at 15, I thought I was grown, right? Un unbeknownst to me, <laughs> being in that situation, as I think back now, I would never, I wouldn't even want anybody to do what I did, right? I wouldn't want my kids to go through what I went through. Why? Because man, it was, it was hard. It was extremely hard. And I remember saying to myself, you know what, how am I going to survive? And I remember writing bounce checks. Yep. Bounce checks had a bank account. And I said, you know what, this is how I'm going to get my food. This is how I'm going to get put gas in my car until one day I got to a point where it was like, listen, enough is enough. There is no longer, I can do this. And you know what had to happen? I had to have a conversation with God. And I say, God, listen, I need to be able to get out of this situation. What do I do? I remember my dad telling me back at that time, pay phones was a big thing. And I remember my dad telling me, always keep a dollar on you just in case you got to make that phone call. And luckily enough, I had a dollar. I was able to break four quarters. I got to the pay phone. I called my dad. I said, God, please let him answer. Please allow him to accept me back. And sure enough, I picked, he picked up the phone and he said, son, come back home. And the last thing I needed God to do was give me the opportunity to write one more last check just to put gas in my car so I can get home. And you know what? I appreciate that time. At 21 years old, I am living the dream of my life. Man, you talking about made my first million dollars. I'm taking trips. Man, the feeling was amazing. I'm talking about doing things that I always thought that I wanted to do because I never had that lifestyle. I wasn't born with a silver spoon in my mouth. So I had to get it and I grind. You're talking about from seven to now 21 years old. I'm just doing the things that I always wanted to do. However, life hit yet again. And this is where you, you come into a play where not having the things that you needed, and, and what I mean by that is knowledge, right? I didn't have the right resources. I didn't have the right people in my corner. So you're talking about blankly, I just made a million dollars. Nobody helped me get there. It was because I grinded. It was because I put, put my foot down and I just kept running, right? And running and running. But structure, structure is what came and bit me in the backbone, right? And I remember putting myself uh, in a position where I had to make a decision. 
And that decision was tough. That decision caused me to literally lose it all. At 21, I made it. Five years later, I lost it. And the feeling that I had at that time, it wasn't depression, it wasn't stress, but what it was, was it was a sense of going back, going back to being homeless. And that feeling scared me. It put me in a position. And what happens when you put a dog in the corner? They bite, right? And I had to put myself in the, in the realm of prayer and asking God to guide me, to give me every the resources to send me the right people because I know that this was not the lifestyle that he wanted me to live. And now that I think back on that, I thank God that I took the first step forward and I made that decision to not quit, to not give up, but to stay strong and always remain positive. I appreciate having those particular steps, stepping stones to get me to that next level. One of the hardest decisions that I had to make in my life, I was living in Kissimmee, Florida, and I remember I had to make a decision. And that decision was choosing between my business and being there for my son being born and being there for his first walk, being there for his first, his talk, you know, just being present, right? And um, it really uh, took a toll on me to make this decision. It wasn't a quick one, but luckily I had somebody in my corner, which was God to kind of help guide me through this. And the, the thought that I had to think about was if I decided to stay, then what or how my son would suffer as far as for me not being able to provide for him the things that I knew that he would need as growing up as a young man. Then the other thought was, well, if I, if I don't become present, right, I risk the fact of him growing up the wrong way, things of that nature. But I knew that I would be able to provide for him financially where I would be able to be a part of his life for the long run. So the decision that I had to make was I had to leave. I left. I wasn't there when my son was born. It hurt me. I cried, right? I get emotional a little bit about think when I think about it now. But now that he's five years old, I'm excited that I'm able to be at every game. Every time he needs something, I'm able to, prov to provide it for him. So it was a bad feeling. It was a tough time in my life. I, I didn't allow the stress to overtake me, but I still stress, right? But I remember just saying, hey, I have to keep going. I can't stop. But at the same time, you know, it, it just, it, it really took a toll on my life. But I thank God that he got me through it. Thank you so much for watching the making of an entrepreneur docuseries. I just want to take a moment to talk to you. That, that's right, you that's watching right now. Um, you the mom, or maybe you're the dad, 
or, or maybe you're, you're an entrepreneur or perhaps you're an auntie or an uncle, but you're someone out there that, that has a heart to give, uh, you have a heart to serve, and as you're watching this making of an entrepreneur docuseries, you may be thinking to yourself, wait a minute, wait a minute, I've had some, some life lessons, I've, I've had some setbacks, I've had some experiences, I've gone through some things that have helped me become a better person, and, and I want to take that and I want to release that to other folks. Okay. Maybe you're a speaker and you're already doing it. Maybe you've written books and you've already done that. Or maybe the story that's inside of you, the expertise that's inside of you, the message inside of you, this is the right platform for you to make a bigger difference and a bigger impact in the world. Now, this whole making of an entrepreneur docuseries, um, if you had to sum it up in, in just one word, and it's kind of hard to do that, but as I'm talking to you and you're listening right now, you might be saying, Shay, what's the one word? And the one word I would say is just legacy legacy. Um, there's a legacy I understand that you want to leave for your family, and I get that, but there's also a legacy of your knowledge. There's a legacy of your expertise, and think about this. You're able to share your message or share your story or share your expertise, and, and long after you're gone, they still have a window into the soul of who you are and the impact that that leaves behind. Now, if that's you and you someone that's want to get the information, you're, you're someone that's ready to do something bigger than just your business and bigger than just making more money, but you want to have more meaning in the world, uh, do me a favor. Go over to www.themakingofanentrepreneurdocuseries.com. I know that's a long email, a long address, but I want you to hear it again one more time. Themakingofanentrepreneur.com. Now, when you get there, just put your first name and your last name and your phone number and information in there. Worst case scenario, you have a meeting with the team and decide, hey, me being a cast member, this isn't a good fit, but I had a lot of fun. Best case scenario, you decide to take a step. Folks understand your backstory, uh, understand what you've been through, and uh, the world is much better off um, while you're here. And when the day comes and you decide to transition and, and move on, it's still doing very, very well. So with that being said, I just want to pop in. Thanks a lot for watching the Making of an Entrepreneur series. Uh, my name is Shay Brown. I want to encourage you to continue to watch and um, I'll see you at the next episode. God bless. My dad was a rubber roofer and he told me, hey son, time to go to work with me. And I remember putting myself in the lazy mode where I was like, man, I just didn't want to work, right? So my dad gave me, after working a job for seven days, my dad handed me $500. And when he handed me the $500, he said, son, this is what it looks like for working for yourself. You got two choices. You can either work for yourself or you can go and work for somebody else. Either choice is good. However, working for yourself gives you more opportunity and more freedom. And I remember when we were out working a job and I saw somebody who was driving a really nice car and he got out looking really sharp. And I say, Dad, man, I, you know, I know we're working this, this construction job, but I want to I wanna dress like he dressed, and I want to drive what he drive. He said, well, son, go and ask what he do. So I went up to the man, and he said to me when I asked him, I say, sir, what is it that you do? He said, why you ask? I said, because I want to drive the car you drive. I want to wear the clothing clothes you wear. And he said, son, if you want to do what I do, if you want to wear what I wear and you want to drive what I drive, you got to wake up every morning at 5 a.m. and you got to go get it. Whatever it is that you feel that you need or you want to do, you got to stick to that and you got to go get it. And I remember looking at my dad going back and saying, Dad, you know what? 
there's a decision of nine to five or an entrepreneur. And I want to choose entrepreneurship. And he looked at me and he said, well, let the journey begin. So at the age of seven, I decided to be an entrepreneur and run my own candy store. In doing so, my dad was able to get me my own brick and mortar store where I was able to hire my first employee, which was my baby sister, um, my auntie, uh, and a few other people. And fast forward today, it put me in a position to now currently control 15 companies, all because I made the decision of being that entrepreneur, right? I am now heavily into cryptocurrency. I'm heavy into real estate. I'm heavy into running membership institutions. I'm heavy into entrepreneurship and helping other entrepreneurs get to the place of where they don't have to worry about the struggle. They don't have to worry about the trial and error because you got to remember back at my time, we didn't have uh, social media and we didn't have all of the things that's helping us out today to take us to that next level, right? So it was because of my success, uh, because of that decision that I made that got me to where I'm currently at right now. So I, if it wasn't for my dad allowing me to have options, allowing me to have opportunities and helping me say, son, listen, you gotta make a decision. It's either work for somebody or work for yourself. And I decided to work for myself. And I thank God that I did because like I stated to you before, cryptocurrency is one of the best things or best decisions that I could have ever made in my life. I'm so glad that it even exists. So now I'm what they call a serial entrepreneur, right? And let me explain something to you. This journey is not an easy one. And whoever told you that it was, I'm here to tell you now, it's not. You're talking about failure. You're talking about quitting. You're talking about not wanting to do it. But let me explain something to you. That when you decide to step on this other side, you got to be prepared for the caution signs. This is a part of the process. So I don't want you to think about uh, the journey. I don't want you to think about the end goal, the results. I want you to only focus on the progress because the progress is what's going to help you accelerate into your next level. The progress is going to help you when it's time for you, when you say, I want to quit or I want to give up. The process is going to show you and mold you into who you need to be or who you need to become. So it's very, very important that at this moment in your journey, whatever decision you choose to make, even if it's being a nine to five worker, be the best nine to five worker. If you're going to be that entrepreneur, be the best entrepreneur. The key to success, one of the ingredients to success is to never give up and is to never fail. It's to always keep going. It's to never quit. Listen, if I could leave you with anything and anything, it's choices, chances, changes. You must make a choice to take a chance or your life will never change. It's a great day. My name is Shay Brown. I just want to speak to you, the speaker, or maybe you're not even a speaker, right? Maybe you're not a speaker, but you have a message inside of you that you want to release, or maybe you have a story, right? A story of your life, a story in your career, 
or, or maybe, maybe as you're listening right now, you're an expert, right? You're, you're, you're an expert at teaching people how to do something. You're expert at raising kids. And I want you to imagine for a moment that you had an opportunity to share your message or your story on a bigger stage. Now I'm gonna talk about that in a moment and what that would mean for you if you could reach your target audience, if you're an entrepreneur, if that target audience got associated to the problem that you solve, or if you're a super entrepreneur with sales funnels out there, not only did it get associated to who you were, but they were able to join your list. Now for other folks, that won't make no sense at all. But for you, the entrepreneur, you know exactly what I'm talking about. Um, I wanna invite you over to something called the Comeback Champion Summit. And, and the whole purpose of the Comeback Champion Summit is really to do one thing, which is one word, and that is possibilities. That's right, when, when you get a chance to get on stage, uh, you get a chance to do it virtually, and some of you maybe in person, and you get a chance to share your story. So something deep, deep inside of you, I always say your message, because some of you have a message or your expertise, then guess what happens? Three things happen. Number one, you get to make a difference. And isn't that why you are on this earth? I mean, I don't wanna get emotional here, but you're really on this earth to make a difference for someone else. Something has happened to you so it can go through you to someone else. And being able to speak on a, on a, on a platform that provides an audience, it's like, a, like having a microphone that allows you to help more people faster. So that's, that's number one. Uh, number two, when you're on a, a platform, I'm gonna invite you to the Comeback Champion Summit, you get a chance to have more meaning in the world, to have more impact and to have more influence. And that's really who we're looking for. We're looking for folks out there who have an interest, want or desire of serving others. So if that's you, that's you, I'm gonna invite you to go over to www.comebackchampionsummit.com. Again, comebackchampionsummit.com. Click the button, it'll say apply to speak. Go through the process. And if it's a good fit, can't wait to share your story over at the Comeback Champion Summit or any one of our platforms that serves other folks. With that being said, um, my name, by the way, is Shay Brown, the Happy Entrepreneur. Make it a great day, everyone, and um, we'll make some good things happen. We connect again real soon. See you out. Wow. If I had to sit down with my 21-year-old self, the advice that I would give is get a mentor. And the reason why is because a mentor carries leadership. I remember when I got my first mentor. Now, it wasn't until I got about 25 years old. So you talking about 25 years of doing this entrepreneurship industry by myself, right? Of, of not having that mentor. But when I was 25, I had a mentor to come along to help coach me and help guide me in structure and how to structure business and how to run business. And that mentor literally scaled my business and helped take me from making a million dollars a year to over $10 million a year, right? So why that is one of the reasons why it's important for you to have a mentor because they're gonna help you level up. As an entrepreneur, you are always gonna hit a glass ceiling. And that mentor is the individual to help you break through that glass ceiling to help get you to your next season, to your next level, to your next destination. So my advice to you is to make sure that you seek out and search for a mentor that's going to help mold you and shape you into your next level. One of my core philosophies is drive. You see, roads were made for journeys, not destinations. So what do I mean by that? I remember when I was coaching and mentoring 
one of my great students now, her name is Santresa. And I remember when she came to me, she didn't have any drive. She was caught, you know, where she, she was down. She didn't understand what drive meant. And what drive really means is that taking self, right? Looking at self in the mirror and saying, how can I be better at who I am, right? Who God made me to be. As a matter of fact, how can I be better at my gift? What is my gift? Drive is going to help identify, it's going to create that identity in who you are and where you want to go and what you want to be. And I remember helping her along the way. And as we continued this, right, journey, right, because it's not a destination, it's a journey. As we continued uh, continue the journey, we were able to take, help take her to the next level. Her business literally flourished. She had a new logo. She had great inspiration. She started to speak as a coach. Now today, she runs a multi-million dollar 501c3, and she is now helping individuals, young individuals, find their purpose through trauma, right? Helping them scale. Why? Because it's, she's driven. She's driven to now help people. So what's going to help you get to that next level? Have drive. Man, there I was, you know, I was in a place, I was at crossroads where um, I just didn't have any, any, anything left. I wanted to quit, right? But at the same time, I reached out to my coach and I say, listen, I, I, I wanna give this thing up. I no longer wanna do this anymore. And he said, casual, you gotta stay dedicated. You gotta stay dedicated to the, to the, to the goal. You gotta stay dedicated to the gift. And I said, coach, I need you to explain what does that mean? What does it mean to stay dedicated? He said, what time are you waking up in the morning? Well, I'm waking up at 6 a.m. He said, wake up at 5. He said, how long do you work? Well, I say, I work about 12 hours. He said, work 16. You see, I, I wasn't understanding how I had to do more. But as I did more, I understood that dedication started to, to increase my, my workflow. Dedication started to increase my, my revenue stream. Dedication is what drove me to keep going. Dedication is what kept me in the game. Listen, I just wanna just be honest with you guys for a second. Determination is the most important piece of all elements of being an entrepreneur. And what do I mean by that? I remember a time when I was a track student and I had injured myself and I thought that I wouldn't be able to run, but I stayed dedicated and I stayed determined and I still ran the race. Even through an injured leg, I said, okay, I had to think what position could I help my team in the most, right? So I decided to come from the last leg because I was the fastest person and I had to suck it up. I had to stay dedicated to, to I saw my team win in the end. So what did I do? I was determined to get on that track field. I was dedicated to, to receive that baton and I was determined to pass it off to my teammate because I knew that if I was able to at least give him a little bit of an inch, he would have been able to make it across that finish line. And you know what? We won the gold medal. And that's all because I stayed dedicated and I stayed determined. Listen, if I can leave you with anything, and I mean anything, it is for you to stay dedicated into your journey. It is for you to stay driven. It is for you to stay uh, determined on where you need to go to that next level. Listen, coming together is the beginning. Sticking together is progress, but working together is success.
do companies work with us? Well, one of the reasons why companies work with us is because we focus on the process and not the results. You see, there's a difference. Individuals always look at results first, right? But they never pay attention to the process. Let me give you an example. When you're trying to lose weight, you say, I want to lose weight. I want to lose 30 pounds and I'm going to lose it in 30 days. Well, that's a result because then when you get to that 30 days and you don't lose weight, what happens? You get discouraged and you stop. But see, if you focus on the process and you don't put an end result to it, what happens now is you say, I just want to lose weight. And then now when that 30 days comes and you step on that scale, you see that you lost a little weight. That's process. So now what happens? You're motivated. You're determined. You're driven to do what? Keep going. Now you're able to shift and show what needs to be done, what adjustments you need to make. And that's why individuals love working with us is because we make sure that the process is going to get you where you need to go. Remember, roads are not made for destinations. They're made for journeys. One of the things I enjoyed about the making of the entrepreneur is the team. The team that Shea Brown has put together, Shea herself, um, has made this opportunity for individuals like myself and others. And when I tell you, when you get here, you are going to love the people. You are going to love exactly everything that they do. They do everything that they can to make you be who you are, right? They bring you out of you. So one of the things I love is the team and the people that Shea Brown has put together. It's a great day. My name is Shay Brown, and um, I just want to talk to all my entrepreneurs out there. And if that's you, like you, the entrepreneur, you, the business owner, you, the speaker, you, the coach, you, the author, you, the network marketer, you, the person that just want to do more good in the world by solving a problem and you want to be paid. Right. And so think about right now, if you had more high qualified paying clients that was like banging at your door. How would your life be different um, when there's more revenue coming in and you're able to hire more people and you're able to make a bigger difference? What would that look like? Or, or number two, maybe there's folks that are coming in right now and they're knocking at your door. Boom, 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 boom. But the only challenge you have is you're listening. Listen very closely because this might be you. So listen very carefully. They're not converting fast enough, which means they're talking. They like you. There's conversation going on but they're not converting. So there's two challenges, right? Number one, I need to attract my ideal client to me who can pay me. And number two, once they get in here, I need to have a system, a sales model or a process so they convert faster. That means they pay you and then they come back. And if you're listening right now, you're saying, Shay, I want to be able to do that, but I don't want my labor involved. I don't want to work any harder. Shay, I'm, I'm at a place right now where I'm ready to reach more people. Um, I'm on a mission, Shay. And I want you to listen very carefully. You were called to serve a group of folks out there and you can't serve them right now because you don't have the revenue to purchase the resources that are necessary to execute that big vision. If that's you, as you're listening, any of that resonates with you, I'm gonna give you a website, which is Easy Sales Hub. Again, EasySalesHub.com. Let me just spell that. I know you can see it below, but it's E-A-S-Y, sales, S-A-L-E-S, hub.com. Now, the reason you wanna go over to Easy saleshub.com is that that's the place you can come to and you can do two things. One, we'll do a sales audit. So we'll take a look at your sales process 
your sales funnels, and we'll see how those are converting. Number two, you can have the tools and resources you need to be able to generate more revenue with less effort so you can serve more folks. So with that being said, as you're watching, go over to www.easysaleshub.com. My name is Shay Brown. Make it a great day, everyone, and um, we'll make some good things how we connect again next time. God bless. Oh, <laughs>